Hold up, y'all hear that? Sounds like that new black anime. Let's go. You all about that action. That slice of life. Hey, yo, Eric, keep that slice of life. Yo, Eric, you it's like i just always compared anime to naruto that's the same all right bro that nigga was strong i'm not even close yo he couldn't even kill What's good, everybody? I want to welcome y'all to another episode of the Black Anime Podcast, where we talk about anime, manga, webtoons, culture, all that and more. And today, you got your main man here, as always, Aaron, a.k.a. The Lost Homie, a.k.a. The Anime Anthology, and, and your man. Go ahead, Bo. You got your man, Bo, back from the dead, uh, the man who reads a thousand things, but uh, I'm glad to be back, so. And, and the manga mogul, why, you always forget that. Like, why well, I got to keep reminding you about that? Like, how you- The manga mogul. How you, how you keep- oh, and today we have a very special guest on, you know, I mean, if you've seen like, you know, the cover art, you know, or, you know, read the description, or, I mean, read the title, you already know who, what we're talking about. But uh, we got a boy, Chris Hornet here, the mangaka for Grey, a really great manga that me and Bo both got to look at, you know, a little early and we got the physical, you know, I, I love me a physical. I love you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got the physical a little early, so really happy to have him on and really dig into uh, the gray manga. But let's let's let him introduce himself. Yeah, hey everybody, my name is Chris Hornet. You know, Cincinnati, Ohio, just the creator of Gray. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be with y'all, man. We happy to have you. We happy to have you. Um, let's let's, let's get through the what's up. See what everybody's doing now. Um, again, you know, we're still going through Rona. So, yes. and I mean, even yeah. though people act like it don't exist, you know, I mean, if you out in California, yeah, definitely you yeah, in California, California I just, Florida, I just, I just feel bad for you out there. I just feel bad for you. I, I saw a video on Twitter yesterday. Uh, people actually Atlanta too. people in Atlanta, you know, shawties was twerking in, in, in niggas faces and they was in the pool. I'm like, y'all, just, y'all I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I did see that video. No, it was crazy though. It was a whole like, lot of craziness going on. Hey, reckless. <laughs> Stay safe <laughs> out here, people. Stay safe in these streets. Okay. Only by only person who care about you is you. Um wear your damn mask, okay? Um but uh let's just check in what everybody doing, what y'all watching, reading. Um, you know, whether it's anime, manga, what comics, whatever, whatever y'all into, um, what what we'll be doing this week. So how about you first, Chris? What you been up to for this week, man? Man, I finally started watching Attack on Titan. Ooh, like I like this stuff. Finally. I don't know how I was so sleep on this series. Like <laughs> yeah, <you> big sleep. <laughs> big sleep, yo. Like I was watching I I swear a few years ago, I probably watched it. A little. I, I seen when right before Aaron had turned into a Titan for the first time when Mikasa was giving that big speech on the um on the roof. Uh-huh. Gotcha. That's probably mm-hmm. all I could remember. And so I was like, I know it's good. 
I just need to watch it. And then me and my girl sat down and watched it. And like we just kept looking at each other and I'm like, man, I've been asleep. <laughs> yeah. <we've> been asleep. <laughs> I'm glad you tuned in now though. Oh yeah. It took what two, two, three days to finish season one? Yeah, it's good. Stuff. I was like, yeah, we in here. We in the game. <laughs> that, that, that's the anime of the decade too. All right. We, we, we and both talked about that. That's, that's the anime of the 2010s. They know you can't you cannot tell me that no other anime no. encapsulated the 2010s more than Attack on Titan. You can't you can't lie to me and say that. So no, that's fast. Attack on Titan is uh, it's special. It's definitely special. It's gonna go down top of all time. Oh my gosh, yes. It made me think like what was I even watching before? <laughs> <laughs> It blew my mind so many times. Like I'll be like, "Really? They going there?" Word, yeah. They hate his moms. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm just looking like, really? Oh <laughs> uh, man, he said they hate his moms. Oh, <laughs> oh man, what a series! That's like, what's I, up, though. I think besides that, I've been reading. Um, it's a comic called Marked. It's just mm-hmm. like a magic style comic where like. A lot of, I guess these girls is kind of like in a secret society and um, they get like magic inscribed on their body. So like if you got like tattoos and stuff, they really is like your magic spells. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like it's real dark. So I, I, I only finished the first uh, chapter or like the first book or whatever. But so far I'm into it. It's pretty good. I just got the rest of them. Mm. That sound yeah, mad interesting so. though. That sound mad interesting. Um, oh, yeah. All right, all right Bo. What about you? What you been up to? Sure, man. I've just been chilling uh, in terms of like what I'm watching and reading. Uh, just reading the stuff that like weekly that I'm caught up on. Um, I finished. I watched and finished uh, Mega Box. I was texting you about that on the side, but yeah, Mega Box, bro. That the anime is amazing. I'm, I'm sick that I like I waited this long to watch it, but like you were asleep too. Uh, Gearless Joe. Yeah, I was asleep. <laughs> Gearless, Gearless, yeah, you seen uh, Mega Box, Chris? I've heard of it. I've never yeah. seen it. That's like the boxing uh, one, right? Yeah, so I'm uh, bro, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it, bro. You gotta watch it. I was asleep, bro. Gearless Joe, top tier protagonist. Oh yeah, top tier protagonist. The music was crazy. Animation, the themes, like the plot. Yo, it was just fire. Like <laughs> Mega Mega Box was fire. So okay, uh, watch that. I didn't watch the first episode of A God of High School yet, but I'm gonna watch that. Um, ah, okay. I watched that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but I you, you do you read it or no? No, I I just okay. seen so much about it on Twitter. Gotcha. So I was so I'm like, okay, everybody acting like this the God series. So I'm like, I need to at least see what it looks like. Yeah, no, nah, got a high school heat, bro. It's heat. They was getting busy too. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> they getting busy in that drink. But, uh, I honestly thought it's crazy because I honestly thought after talking, uh, we did. A, I did a podcast with some of the guys from Project Webtoon. Okay, we okay. About it, but uh, after talking to them, I kind of agreed uh, with one of the people. Well, one of the guys they were saying, like they thought God of High School should have came first before Tower of God with the Country Roll Originals. Mm. Um, just because like of how the series is set up and like how the main characters are, um, mm. just like more relatable and stuff. But regardless. I'm I'm happy got a high school's out, so get up on that. But other than that, I just been chilling. What about you, Andrew? First of all, I disagree with that statement when people be saying that. I, I think Tower God is I think Tower God, both of them doesn't matter which came out first, it still would have been important. Tower God is a very good series. People just wanted it to be something that it wasn't. And that's what happened. That's just how I feel. That's just all. But anyway, this week, <laughs> um, 
That's that's just how I feel. This week I've been I challenged myself to because I'm I'm really trying to do this blanime binge. Um, so I challenged mm. myself to watch 12 episodes a day. So I finished Grimgar last week. Um, what did I? I watched two movies last week, and then I started Car Captor Sakura. Um, I started Beelzebub. Um, I started Gun Sword uh, yesterday, and I'm on. Well, I'm well, two days ago. And I'm almost finished it now, and right. I finished. I finished something else. I yo, I just been watching anime. I've been out here. I've like seen, <laughs> seen a wait the card character thing. That's on Netflix. Exactly. Yeah, it's on Netflix. That's why I watched it because I heard somebody talk about it on a timeline yeah. one day saying like it's a classic. And I was like, I've been watching it. It's yeah. good. It's I mean, I I watched the I listened to watch the dub. You know, I don't usually watch dubs. So I say no, I like it. It's only one yeah. character. It's only one character whose dub is just garbage. I can't I can never remember his name. Cause I've I've watched a series. I've watched an episode that since I think about a week ago. But one character is his his VA is just I, and I hate saying VA is a garbage, but his VA is garbage. Like it's, it's a mad country ass accent for no reason, and it <laughs> just it just don't fit. Like yeah, everybody else <laughs> talk regular, he be like y'all. I can't believe it. Yeah, and I'm just like, come on, man. Oh on, no. Why? Damn. Why? Why? But you know what? I still does pretty good too. It's a good show though. Definitely good for kids too. I ain't gonna cap. I like it though. That's tough. Um, but yeah, that's something up. I haven't really been reading anything um, except for like I'm still reading the Uncommons uh, by Boy Tony. Um, and then uh, that's it. Yeah, I mean, looking looking after I got gray, looking through that and everything like that. But yeah, that's it. Um, I think it was one more. I was oh. Another one I'm late on, but I think I might have been okay not watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been watching Baki. Bro, I'm watching that too. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> hey, these dudes got like a million defense, don't they? Like, <laughs> nah, the Baki boys get busy. <laughs> Man, I'll be like, this dude put a whole bunch of bullets in a dude's mouth, hit him with the shore you can. <laughs> I was like, he's dead. Nope. I was like, how? And I don't know about you, but I watch an episode of Baki. I want to go work out for the rest of the day. Yes. Everybody (laughs) at Max, yo. Everybody. (laughs) Uh, That's tough. I think, Aaron, you already finished Baki, right? No, that's Fabian. Fabian's the Baki. You watch Baki and Kenkin and Shura. I haven't watched Baki in a minute. I think there was like one episode where they started fighting and the animation turned like Roblox. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this right It now. did. It, it did. I, I, know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They were next to the school of like that. Yeah, yeah, like, right, yeah, let's go. Yeah. And, and it like the whole, like it was like everything changed and I was like, yeah, I can't watch this anymore. I'm yeah, it, it, it changed out the blue too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like the camera. It's like, <laughs> it's like you ever watch like the movies with a camera like circle around and you come back and it's a whole different scene. That was the yeah. <laughs> that was that yeah, circle nah. around and I was like, I was like, oh yo, this is 4K. Oh why is it 480p? What the hell happened? Yeah, the animation <laughs> just like, it just went crazy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like uh, a quick budget drop. Yeah, it was but, crazy. They sh- <laughs> They should have been. They should have been doing the tax fraud, like, uh, like you quoted, <laughs> okay. and they wouldn't have had those problems. Okay, man, <laughs> you said the tax fraud. Yes, you know it's, it's no longer unlimited budget works. It's unlimited tax fraud. I'm telling y'all, <laughs> no, that's comedy. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> But let's 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 transition. Let's go into this interview. Really, I'm really interested to you know hear about. Uh, your uh, well, your process, your thought, everything that goes into you know making uh, manga. Uh, so you know, I mean, 
for people who don't know, we do interviews. Usually we go with people who are uh, mangakas or writers and like that. We usually go through general questions and then specific questions. Um, if we do people that are like, you know, um, animators or people who are making an anime or something like that, depending on what is released, we might do both. But like, um, since, you know, your manga, it's already, technically it's already out. Um, we're going to do general, general and specific. So to start it off, start it off. Um, I want to know, first question is, what inspired you to make Grey? Um, let's see. I think when I first started making comics, I was probably in like the 10th or 11th grade. And it kind of stemmed from me doing a lot of writing in English. And I used to just love writing those big, fantastic stories. And my teacher, she was like, I don't know what your goal is or what your plan is, but I feel like you should focus on trying to be a writer. And when she said that, it was almost like something, like a light bulb went off. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And so around that time, I think I was watching, you know, like the Toonami stuff. We had like Yu Yu Hakusho, stuff like that was on um, Outlaw Star. I could see some of that stuff. And mm. I was into it. And I knew I was like, I like, I like these series, Dragon Ball. I like all these stories. But I would love to make a series that I could just say, this is mine. Or I could make the characters and make my own world. And like from there, I would just ask my cousins and stuff like, yo, give me some names. Give me different stuff like that. And it's like I was putting everything in a pot and I just started writing stories. And from there, it never stopped. Like I just always had the itch to write. I, I understand. I mean, um, I think I feel, I feel the same way. My mom, my mom's an English teacher. So like when I was okay. growing up, like she, like, I like, you know, it's not like what people think. Like I remember, I remember like watching TV or like movies, my dad, like, oh, your mom's a teacher. She just be helping you out. And my mom didn't do that. Like I'll write a paper, give it mm -hmm. to her. And then she would look at it, be like, mm. she would like mark it up with the red pen, give it back, <laughs> like do it again. And I saw like some nights I was writing like papers two, three times. So like, it, like you become like, you know, really good at it you know uh, so i i know it feels like especially when you have that teacher that believes in you and like really mm -hmm. like pushes you to like to your best so i've had a few teachers like that too so i definitely understand exactly where you're coming from with that absolutely next question i want to ask you is what do you what do you believe makes gray unique from other manga like especially now it's i'm not really a big shonen guy so the series i was making well, that I planned to make, like, even before it was gray, it was just like, I wanted to make a series that felt unique. I wanted it to feel, I wanted it to be dark, but not to the point where it was like, you know, those, like, post that pumpkin girl or dead tube, like the stuff I read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gotcha. But like, I wanted it to be just dark enough to where it would be a series to where, like, okay, say if you was a guy who watched Naruto, it was like, or just shonen. Like, I always hated where, say they would train forever, and then they would yell to move out during the fight. But then nobody seemed to ever get hit by techniques. Like, I hate that. Like, y'all have a million techniques, but it seemed like somebody always jump out of the way. <laughs> or it, it hit a tree. Or, oh, that wasn't really me. Stuff like that. Like, I wanted mm -hmm. to make a series that kind of felt like, okay, it really had, your techniques had a purpose. You trained because you had a purpose. And just to cover different types of uh, just different types of subjects, I wanted to make a series that felt grounded. I would say, mm. but it still had some fantasy. Word. 
that's tough. I think that's a no. I was about to say that's a good point. Like what you're talking about with uh, like the regular stuff. Like oh, it wasn't really them, or like they yelling out the moves. <laughs> <laughs> like I never could stand that. I was like, man, like okay, you yelled your move. There are think about how when we growing up, we see Goku yelling Kamehameha, charging it up. Why didn't you run at him and stop him from doing it? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they powering up. Go hit him. <laughs> now, I think I think one of the things that like they talk about us all the time, like nostalgia. Like we had our episode on like the nostalgia effect, and we have this idea to like we're growing up. We're like, oh my gosh, it's the coolest shit in the world. God, you gotta watch Goku. Like, he, like you know, Super mm-hmm. Saiyan a hundred. Like it's going crazy. And it's like, and then you did you go back and you get older and look back and you're like, hey, yo, this man was really charging for three episodes. And nobody yes. gave him the fade. Like no one just gave him the fade while he was charging. Like I don't get it. And so like I, but I, I mean, I think I think that's something that like really you know is important to the process of making something. You know, like mm-hmm. understanding like the faults and then you know making them into strengths and like you know the sense of what you're writing. So uh, and that's something I definitely get from from when I read Gray is that it's definitely something that's a it's a different story than something that we've heard and that we. Um, that we've read before or watched before, which I think is always important, you know, taking the bones from other shows and, you know, creating your own human or creating your own story. And um, so, so definitely something you can kind of ascertain even from the first chapter. Yeah. Appreciate that. For sure, I agree. And I um, I know you mentioned, uh, I like you, like it's a little bit more darker and I definitely got that from the first chapter. Um, I know you described it as a dark fantasy, um, just like mm-hmm. through Twitter and stuff like that, but it definitely does come to light, just uh, you know, hitting on the point that Aaron was saying. Uh, oh yeah. But I wanted to ask. Speaking of, um, like, what makes you unique? So I wanted to ask, what uh, anime or manga has inspired Gray? Um, and then I know uh, we kind of just talked about the genre with it being dark fantasy, but if you could just like set some more light about that. Um, and I wanted to ask that specifically because uh, when I had read it, me and Aaron were talking, I was saying like I was getting psychopaths vibes because mm-hmm. of the uh, the agents one in general, like just like the world, the agents, whatever, like kind of like in a futuristic type of society setting. And then uh, when I read the, in the beginning, when you talk about the displacer, yeah, uh, it reminds me of the um, enforcer gun. I forget what the gun was called. So it made me think of that, but. Yeah, so if you could just say, yeah, what anime or manga inspired Gray and talk a little bit more about that in this genre. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, like, I, I could take you back. So, I would say even before the series had become Gray, it was when I was, I probably was more into the Shonen back then. So, it felt, if you read it, you would be like, okay, this might be knockoff Naruto or, like, something like that. Because that's what I was looking at. That's what I was reading. And... I, I guess I was just emulating what I was watching. Word, so yeah. I I had picked up, oh, I was looking through series one day online and I came across a series called Bloody Monday. Have y'all ever heard of that? Never heard of that. I remember, okay. I remember you trying to, uh, you so, put me onto that one um, uh, when I asked for yes, dark series. Hey, yeah, gold it. I'm telling you, gold it. All right. So like, so when I first read it, I was like, that was the, my first introduction in the seinen type manga, like manga. Mm. Like, okay. I'm like, wow. So we don't have to like be the best. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Word, we're not yeah. striving to be the leader or a legend. We can, re- it's, we can literally have stories about people trying to get by. 
mm-hmm. in manga, anime, or mm-hmm. they just want to protect their family. It ain't about like I need to protect this whole world. Yeah. And I, from mm-hmm. there, I'm like, okay, I like this. I like this. So I'm finding different stories like that. And then I had posted up another series where I had read called Wolf Guy, Wolf and Crest. I don't even know how I found this series. <laughs> but I just seen <laughs> But I read it, and I was like, yo, this is dark. I'm like, but I don't even think people would, they would even allow something like this to be because I'm thinking, you know, if we're making a series, I'm thinking maybe we could get it on Cartoon Network. I'm, I'm big dreams back then. I'm thinking of stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once I started, I think something clicked, and I was like, you know, I need, to, I gotta really write this story for me, regardless of what it is. It, it ain't even about Cartoon Network. What do I want to read now? And so mm-hmm. it started going like that, and I read, and then I seen Psychopaths too. That was something that was huge. Ghost in a Shell. That was something that was huge. Like so, those type of series was like in my head where I'm like, okay, I would rather if I was to make gray, I would want my series to stand amongst those type of series as opposed to like the bleaches, the One Piece and stuff like that. That's not mm. where I'm at. Mm. And then that's where we went from there. That's dope. That's I like the dope. I like the way he said that too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if the listeners heard that. You know what I mean? It's but. <laughs> I gotta reiterate that he said that he doesn't want it to stand with all that shonen. Okay, he won't make his own lane. I'm just saying that he said I'm. I just so like cause standing with shows like Psychopaths and you know and you know because I mean in when you have shows like Psychopaths to where there I feel like that has more of a cult praise than it does have mm-hmm. mainstream praise, right? Like yeah. me, like me and Bo love it. Like we praise that all day long, but yeah. it's still very rare to where you see it talked about. You know, on the timeline or even in person, we talking to friends like that. You always put, you're always putting somebody on a psychopath. You get yep, what I'm saying? Definitely. Yep. <laughs> you always, you're always putting point. somebody on. Like, and so like, but it, but then yeah, psychopath is still wildly successful. You know, through manga sales and through like it's it has the seasons one, seasons one through three. It has mm-hmm. it has offshoots, has all these different things. So it's 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 successful, but you know, it's its own lane. So I, yeah. I think that's I, that's a really good point and. And you know, to, to say about Gray because that's, that's exactly how we both, how me and Bo both felt like when we read it, we was messaging each other and we was talking like, like we was talking about how it's how different it is from what we're used to reading, watching, and stuff like that, and also how it, it reminds us of stuff that's that fits in those niche categories. Um, that Psychopaths does, you know, and um, saying it like, and oh, talk about you, we said about dark fantasy. I mean, yeah, end of the day, Gleepnir. Got an anime adaption, so any anything right. safe. <laughs> right, yeah, that let me know. That <laughs> let me know. I'm like, when I seen that, I was like, yo, anything is possible, yo. Like, <laughs> as soon as I seen that, I was like, wow, okay, like we got a chance. Like, <laughs> Berserk keeps getting adaptions, so anything is possible. I mean, they're not good. They're Berserk all good. Keeps getting adaptions. But Berserk yeah. keeps getting adaptions, so and people say, I mean, just write write your story, and people mm-hmm. people are gonna read it, watch it, no matter what, as long as it's quality. Right. That, that's that's it. Yeah. That's how it be. Um. Now we kind of already talked about it a little bit, like when you said what, what inspired you, but what mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, you know, harp on that, dig into that. How how has your personal experiences really influenced like the story of gray the world characters like how how would you would you say like your personal life you know reflects into the story if I would it say does. definitely a lot like 
I feel like a little bit of me is in all of my characters. And mm. I always felt like kind of like I'm in that niche category, like kind of like the psychopaths, the dark fantasy. I never felt like I was a part of that. I guess I could look at like like that shonen world. Like I'm not there. I'm in my lane. I always stayed in my lane as a person. So it was easy to write characters in this world because it's like I'm already in it. I guess that's if it's if you could get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah like that's what you're saying for sure. Like I'm doing, I basically my experiences, um, what I like, and I'm just kind of like putting my I'm putting myself into the to the work, and I feel like people will enjoy it because if you wanted something different, that's what gray is. It, you know, it's not, it's not the norm. Mm. <laughs> if I could say that. That, that, that's. I mean, that's a good point. I mean, that's something. That's a good point. I, I can't really push more. And that's just. I, I, that's, like I said, that's a good point. Like you know, something against the norm. And actually, that's made me think of a question. Um, how do you like talking about your personal, personal in a way? Um, how does it feel? You know, and you know, how does it feel being a part of? And I want to say like the next coalition or like the next group of people creating these types of stories because, you know, you can go back. There are black comic book writers. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. You know what I mean? And we have and there, there have been, you know, other people that have worked on manga that were black in Japan mm-hmm. and, you know, in, in America. first. But being a writer, being behind the, you know, behind the pen, you know, how does how does that feel being a part of that, you know, next group? Because, you know, we can say I Pat, you know, LS, my dad and, you know, with Web2, it's like there's so much more avenues. How does it feel being a part of that kind of group? And like when I was like really ready to give it a go, I was I was so nervous. I was like, I know my series is going to be different because I was seeing what everybody was making already on Twitter. And I was just getting all of my stuff, like promotional stuff together, like the way I was putting out character profiles and all of that. I was getting all that stuff together. And, oh, excuse me. And I was thinking, we gonna, this going to be different. So I don't know if they'll take it. Because like you said, I don't see people talking about, yo, I love Ghost. Like on any Twitter or whatever. I don't see people saying, yo, Ghost in a Shell, Psychopaths, those series like that. They like, yo, Demon Slayers, The Goat, stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, so we might be able to get a few fans. We're going to try to see what we can do. And slowly but surely, people started coming to us. Like, we started with getting like four or five likes, a couple retweets. And then from there, everything just took off and people really started getting intrigued by the gray. And then I started talking to the other creators and we start just, we all becoming cool. And we, we, I don't think none of us can really believe how well things are like kicking off. It really feel like this is something special. Like when we talk, we really feel like we can really win this right now. Like people really like what we're doing. That's true, though. I mean, I, I've seen you and Pat talking. I mean, I mean, Pat are cool too, so we talk time to time. Yeah, I mean, and the other creators, we all, you know, have our own, you know, communications. And you know, it's 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 it's, it's like it's great to see that you guys all not only like get along, but it's also about competition and something mm-hmm. that Pat tweeted a while ago, a while back, and he's like, he, he like it's 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 not only it's not only being about you know making your own series, but you gotta you gotta be better. 
You know, every right. chapter has to build upon the last one and be much better than it was before. So you have to, so you, you know, you got to challenge yourself ideals and you'll see other people creating stories that may be similar to yours or people that may not be the same, but they're being successful. You're like, how do I get to there? So mm -hmm. you always got to keep doing more. And it's, you know, there's kind of like that friendly competition that's kind of always going on, you know, and it has to, well, it has to be friendly. You know, when it gets not friendly, it's not nice. You know, right. no, no one wants to see that, you know, no one wants to see that, but having that friendly right. competition really makes it like really uh really make more fun to see you know what i mean people collabing together working together but then also competing to be better and that makes you better in, in the end anyway too so my opinion yeah. Yeah. it's inspiration my bad my bad i want to cut you off no you're cool but yeah like it's like it's that inspiration like we'll be talking there are one of us to say yo i'm writing then the other person like, well i gotta write i can't just I can't get caught lacking. Let me mm -hmm. let me pull the pages up and start talking about stuff like that. And it's fun. Like it really makes it, it it's all it's already fun, but it's really fun right now. Writing these That's stories. Dope. That's dope. That's real dope. I think uh what I was gonna say is it's dope like hearing like Aaron everything you said, everything you both you guys said was just like spot on. But I think it's just real dope and like something that we should really be fortunate about and just really take the time to really appreciate that like we're really in like the best time mm -hmm. to for creators in general um and just like just like where we at with technology like the way it's so easy um for people from all different walks of life from different in different locations to to share and to be able to collab like even just like ls his illustrator is in a whole different country and like mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and they push out they push out their uh, shade of red their webtoon together and it's just like yo we're really living in a time where people have access who might not have had access to create their own stories and actually get them published and aaron like you were saying with webtoons and webtoons canvas and like how people have all these avenues to actually put their content out and then just draw draw like a, a following and a fan base i think it's amazing so it is cool to see like we're from where me and aaron sit to just like it's like we and me and Aaron been given like front row passes to like all of you guys' journeys. And it's oh really, yeah. Really dope. Um, I think it's I want to. It, it, it is a blessing, you know. What I mean, we we always trying to expand, and but I think I want to talk. I want to talk about something like um that just popped another question just popped in my head because questions be popping in my head all the time. Um, <laughs> and I want to uh, and I want to really know. Do you do you have any fears for your series? Like we kind of talked about, you know, uh, you know uh, how. You know, being in that niche category, there's always that you know that edge where you where you feel like it might not catch. You know what I'm saying? Like it might not catch the, the eyes of the people that you as many people as you wanted to. Because I mean, although you write for yourself, you still want people to read it and like you know, right. comment on and stuff like that. But it's like, do you have any like fears for your series? I think my biggest thing was not to go too far and make it too dark. So <laughs> I always try, I always try to like be aware when I'm writing the story. Like, okay. Pull back a little bit. I don't think I don't think we should go there, like because it's been a lot of scenes where I, I will write them, then I have to sleep on them and come back, and I'm like, nah, I don't know, I don't, I don't think we're gonna do that. And like you said, I want, I definitely want people to check it out. So that was why I made sure. I know how people love flashy stuff, so I kept the powers, like how Shuyan can manipulate ice, and stuff like that because i know everybody likes that fantasy so that's that's why i definitely kept it with the dark fantasy as far as i feel like that would be a way to kind of bridge that gap a little bit so i think mm -hmm. as far as that i think that's that was pretty much my biggest fear was just 
going over the line. So I just keep a line there for myself not to cross. It's tough at times, but for the most part, I think I got it in check. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. I think it's good that um one being able to to notice that and then being able to work around it. Mm-hmm. So that's good that you have like that that self awareness, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a question that um I wanted to ask was, um for those who may not know, like the people who are listening, you know, Chris, I know you have like a few people on your team for the team mm-hmm. for who work with Gray. Um, I know you have Caro. I hope I'm saying these names right. <laughs> Caro, who does illustration. Kenneth, yeah. who does special project art. And then Lisa, who's the editor and multimedia creator. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know if you could just like talk a little bit about their roles and how you guys all got together to like bring Gray into fruition. You just talk okay. about that a little bit. Simple. Uh, I would say, like initially before I met Carol, well, his name Artie. Most of the time, he hate going by Carol now, so he like, Yo, just just call me Artie whenever you <laughs> okay. <his> real name. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> like, yeah, I, was right. like, I was like, I thought that was you. He was like, Yo. Carol makes the other stuff. Artie makes gray. I'm like, gotcha. All right, man, my fault. Artie okay. Is. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> say no say no more. So, like, before him, I had another artist. Her name was uh, Kanichi. She was from Osaka. And mm. I had met her wow. on Deviant. I had met her on Deviant Art. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And so this was, like, around... It was before it was called Gray. That's when I was more or less in like almost like I would say like the Naruto Shonen phase of the series. And like I legit found her making Naruto fan art. So figure that. Of course it made sense. That's where we was going at the time. And we were working, working, working. And eventually she like she somehow got in she got into a car crash and messed up her arm and she couldn't draw anymore. Dang. And so I was like, oh my God, dream dead. Like, I didn't know what to do. Dang, that's crazy. And so, from there, I found out about Upwork. That's where uh, LS found his uh, artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did and so, that. I met Kanet first. And he was like, I, he made the logo. Because that's when I eventually came up with the, the title, Gray. When I was finally figuring out what the series, when it had its identity. Or whatever. And so he was drawing like logos and stuff. He was making character concepts. But I'm like, okay, this is cool. And at that time, I already knew Artie, but we weren't working together. And I think Lisa saw his work. Lisa, that's my girlfriend. And. Oh, wow, that's tough. Oh, right? wow. So yeah, that's tough. She, okay. Yeah. That's amazing. So, <laughs> right? So we both looking and she's like, yo, Artie, Artie stuff is nice. Why ain't he your. Uh, your artist and i'm like well that's a good question <laughs> so <laughs> why isn't he my artist <laughs> so i hit him up and he was like yo you know what i'm he ready to go and from there that's history the team was built like wow and so we just started working on gray like we had all the concept like even most of the characters now like when you see like besides i would say shuyin most of the characters are the original drawings of Kenichi from Osaka. So wow, that's crazy. So she's still a part of the series, you know, because I'm like, you you was here from the beginning. Ain't no way I was going to leave you. Like, that chapter didn't, the chapter might end it, but you're still in the book, basically. You know what I mean? That's tough, bro. That's, a, that's amazing. Like, we weren't going to leave nobody behind. We put in way too much work together. Oh, yeah. mm. And so... Mm. 
That's, that's, that's deep. You know? that's, that's good deep. energy. Like that's good bro. energy. Mm. <laughs> that is a, that is amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You can't leave nobody behind, man. Like how would I how would I look? Like you know what I'm saying? How would word, word. I feel like we did all of this? You know? No way. I couldn't do it like that. That's stand up. You stand up guy, bro. Absolutely. You gotta <laughs> be loyal to the team, up. man. That's facts. That's facts. Mm, that's great energy. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, next. Uh, so, so what I want to ask is, so, um, what do you want readers to get from Gray? You know, like our overarching themes, messages, etc. Like, do you have like, um, what what is it? Do you feel like readers will get from it, and like, what do you want them to get from it? Right, it's silly. Like, like when I made the name Gray, it's gonna be crazy. So initially it used to be called Mikio. Well, that was the second name. But then I found that somebody else had that name, so I couldn't use it. Mm. And I couldn't figure out a name for the series. So, like, no lie. You you ever heard of the series called Orange? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was in Barnes and Noble one day, right? Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Orange is fire. I'm like, yeah, orange, orange, orange is straight fire. Orange is straight heat. They series is based off of color. What color do I like? <laughs> it's gonna be called gray. Like I literally uh, just did. That's how it came to be. But then, that's as, wild. <laughs> as, as I was working on characters, I realized like you don't always like. Okay, a character can be a hero. A character can be a villain. But when you look at a person's story, to you, this character might be a hero, but to this guy, they could be the villain. So. It ain't always black and white. It's gray. And wow. I was like, there we go. Boom. It was like boom in my head. <laughs> That's, That's why it's called gray. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. And so that's kind of what I wanted people to see when they re- like when you read gray, you have to like don't look at a character like if you like a character, you have to like them for their they faults, they great like they good qualities, everything. The whole package of a character cuz nothing is black and white and like the series won't be black and white like you might read it the first time and you like okay i get it but as i start pulling back layers you have to read it again and realize okay maybe this ain't going how i think it's going so that's kind of that's where i'm leaving it at for the people to read it and get it mm. i thought that's that's an important thing to important thing also because you know sometimes we get wrapped up in this idea this conventional idea of you know heroes and villains and it's really it's really nice to see when series you know begins to blend that and take that and, and make it its own to where you know anybody you know i mean for you know by purposes by you know perspective because it's all about perspective you know what i'm saying right like you know from from like your perspective maybe a hero but from the person in the story's perspective that person's a villain so it's all about you know understanding like perspectives. Now I, I say that's you know that's, that's a high level skill. You know it's high because really you know it's it's that idea of you know really messing with you know the reader's perspective on who is what and what is what. So um, that's 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 interesting. I'm I'm really interested to see where we go next with the story, uh, seeing as that that's how you really feel about uh, your characters and how the story goes. Mm-hmm. Cause think about it. Like look at Naruto. We Naruto want to be the good guy. He the Hokage, Kakashi, they teacher. They love him. How you think Haku felt about him? You know, like for Zabuza, mm. they was hit like 
he killed his man's, you know? Like, yeah. look at it from that perspective. Like, so it's kind of like a flip-flop type of situation. Like, okay, is this character good? What if you the other guy? Like, what if Eisen was right in Bleach? You know what I mean? Like, kind of like just looking at it from the opposite way, like from a, a different angle. Mm, that's a good point. Wow. All right. So last question before we get into specific questions, which, you know, Bo, Bo can right. take take control of that. He He's, he's, he's better at asking. <laughs> he's, he's better at asking than me. Uh, uh, how would you describe your MC? Because you don't really, you know, or you know, or, or, you know, I could, you know, the narrative could be off of me, but how, you know, because sometimes people like you split narratives. But how would you describe your MC? You know, like what, what is he, or who is he? Shuyan got a pass. Like mm-hmm. you can just tell from like just from chapter one, like he's sitting, he looked like he just into himself, but he he's the type of character or type of person I would say if it's a problem. He's going to fix it. Like, he doesn't consider himself a hero. It's just the right thing to do. I'm not a hero, but I'm doing what anybody would do. It's his mind state. Almost Mm. like, like if I didn't do it, what kind of person would I be if I didn't help? Mm. He's not the, he's one of those people, like, he would rather just be, he don't really want to be heard. He he would probably assess the situation more than anything, but you'll see him, you know, kind of like, you know, how moms always say be seen and not heard if they mad at whatever. That's <laughs> shooting to a T. <laughs> like, he'll get the job done. And he has no problem being the person in the spotlight, even though he doesn't care to be in the spotlight because he's, he's not in it for that. Mm. Like he don't point. really need to be the leader. He just want to do the right thing. Mm. Mm, that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. I was thinking about that because he he seems very mysterious right now, which I like. I like a little mystery. Seems very mysterious mm-hmm. right now. So it's, it's good. To, it's good to hear how you would describe them. I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see more of them as you go along. But uh, now let's move on to specific questions. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Bo take over and do his thing. Right, um, let's do it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're gonna do specific questions. I try to do it like it's it's kind of like rapid fire, not really. I mean, I'ma just ask them fast. So like the answers, like don't feel pressure to give long answers. Kind of just like quick. We'll just like go through them. Cool. Um, and if it's a question that like you don't want to give the answer to, you're just like yo, like you gotta like read, like read more mm-hmm. to find out. Just hit me, hit me with a pass. <laughs> we'll just right. keep it moving. <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, we'll go right down the line, and then Aaron will jump in probably as well because I know he has some questions. Uh, but so first one is, Kede, how do you how do you say the realm? Kediyama. Oh, Kediyama. Yep. Okay, is Kediyama the only realm, or are there or are there other realms? And do the realms correlate to the to the other races at all? It's two. It's two realms. Okay. Two realms. Gotcha. Uh, next, does the Bura the Bura? Yeah, do they oversee? All of Kedayama or just Nakuma? Oh, it's okay. So it's Nasarima. I got. Uh, I heard somebody oh, else was saying it to me too. Nasarima. Because but... just th- think about it like this: it's like American backwards. Oh wow! Oh wow! 
Oh wow, and, uh, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Right? I don't know if I like you for that. I don't know if I like you for that. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> he said it's I American didn't, backwards. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's like crazy. So with the bureau, okay. So our government is basically you got the board of officials who run everything. They like the powers to be or whatever. Yeah. And so you got the bureau. Let's say you got the Republic, and then those are people that's in the human country, not Surima. So you got the humans are there and a race called the Connectors. Like I, this ain't a spoiler. Like you'll learn this eventually. They just races. That don't matter. So gotcha. you got the humans and you got the connectors. And so they live in Nasarima and they under the Republic. And so the Republic created the Bureau and the Bureau is just, you know, agents, police basically, but they just wear suits and stuff. Right. Um, and then you got the Manji administration. Those is like military defense agencies. Like you become a Manji and then you get put in different defense agencies all around the world. Okay. So, bet. That was my my next question was about Manji, so that's perfect. <laughs> so yeah, so like you got that, and then even in the Manji administration, you can become a bureau agent. So, but Nimbus, you know, I, I talked about them. I go ahead and give you that now. Nimbus is its own entity. Like Bet. they were okay. That was created. another question. Yeah. Got okay. <laughs> so they was created by the board of officials after the Sonoma incident. Which they are divided. basically the people's group. Like they're the people's uh police. They're the people's champion. Yeah, basically. There you go. Get you. Get you. Okay. That. That. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So that that knocked out two of my next questions. So the next one I have right after that is, all right. So the displacer, which is the weapon that the agents carry, right? Yep. You mentioned that in the intro, it says that the displacers help humans for their lack of ability to manipulate prana. Right. But right, there are humans who can manipulate prana, right? Because we saw Shuyan do the hand seal and have the ice appear was that manipulation of prana that was it is but shuyan's not a human he's a connector no he's not a connector <laughs> Dude, all right i'm interested now. i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it i'm in it yeah i bet i'm in it but i'll tell you you'll find out what he is later but he's not neither uh i'm in it i'm in it okay. I, I got you. i'm in it dude that's crazy because yeah oh, like yeah, i, 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 I no further explain it for you like okay with prana, that's pretty much life energy. You you breathe it in, whatever. And like to manipulate, you convert your prana into mana. And that's how you use elements. Mm, okay. And okay. so humans can't manipulate their prana, but the displacer allows them to channel their prana through the gun to give them an advantage because they gotta police people. Got you. So without the gun, they can't do it. Dang. There you yeah, go. Intricate. I like it. I like yep. it. <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga answer like all the it. questions. Can't even ask him. God damn. <laughs> oh, gosh. I had to, uh, that, dude, my question was about the prana. Like, this nigga answered all the questions. Can't even ask him. God damn. My bad, yo. My bad. I just wanted to, I wanted you to get so you could see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because ain't none of this stuff spoiler. This is just. This gonna be on the website in a minute. You just you, you know what I'm saying? We got you. I wanted to spoil. I wanted spoilers. That's that's point. I'll be, but but I want to ask this. Could you like explain? So we have like the the one with the mask has like ten tendril, tendrils coming out of her back. Is that prana or is that like something else? 
something else. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what's okay. that something else? What, what is that? You'll see later. This <laughs> hey. won't give us the exclusive. Uh, Gosh. We, we in I need, it. I need, we in I need, it. I need you to be like LS and just slip slip up a little bit, you know? Hey, man, that boy be choked up, don't he? He be like... <laughs> You just slip up like, a little uh-uh. bit. Hey, I watched his. I know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So the last one I got or we got is um. So in the chapter August, that's the girl's name, right? Mm-hmm. August. She mentions Yamakon. That's how you say it. Yep. There you go. Yep. Yamakon, right? Which is another based off the map. Yamakon's another country in the map. Right? Yep. So. The story, so this story, um, you plan on spanning the entire the entire realm? Yes. Gotcha. We going everywhere. World tour. Gotcha. Okay, I'm with it. <laughs> so there's definitely there's definitely is gonna be an adventure story as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, that's 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 all I really got, Aaron. Did you have any more that popped in your head? Or was... Um I can't I can't think of any right now. Especially because I can't think of one to slip make them slip up a little bit. I can't think of one. <laughs> something, something to make him slip, right? Yeah, I can't think of one like that right now. Um, I think, I guess, I guess, probably some final words for the story and the interview in general is that um, I think uh, for me personally, I like different things, and by different, mm-hmm. I mean I like stuff that you know, not only you know uh, challenges the way you think, but definitely takes a different approach to the way stories are written. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy that, you know. Um, so and I mean that's again that's how I, that's how I felt when we first when we first read uh, I first read Gray and I feel like I've read about three times after that um, and like I said me and Bo talked about it I was like I like this one of my favorites right now just because just on just on the back of that it has a lot of interesting things going on that could really take it in a lot of different directions so mm-hmm. and I like the idea that you know one I'm a I'm a big I love detective anime or detective shows yes. But I love detective anime, and I and I was I was getting that feeling really like I think every detective anime every season I always watch it. Like, I always make sure to watch it, and I really felt that. Like I really felt that come from this. I'm like, oh, we got like you know people I, I, niggas in suits with guns. That's the government, and it, <laughs> and I and I like I felt like you know that there's a lot of moving parts. So I was really I really enjoy what so far what you've crafted, and can't wait to see you really come into your own with the story and to the part where it's like it's, it's like crazy it's wild and and you know everybody's everywhere and we're still putting the pieces together i love that kind of story so yeah yes thank i appreciate that i mean a lot i mean that means to me like i feel like y'all get it like it's just the little stuff like i'm like okay as long as, as long as they get it that's all that matters <laughs> like okay <laughs> i'm not crazy then. <laughs> Keep, keep going. Keep oh going, yeah, we hey, we going, man. We going. Like, we got we got some stuff. We got some stuff coming. I can't yeah. wait till y'all read chapter two for real. That's gonna that's gonna have y'all like whoa. Cause you, hey, I know you remember the picture on the website, dude tied up. Yeah, yes sir. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yes sir. We in it. <laughs> we in oh it. yeah. Oh yeah, and actually we we didn't. I don't think. Oh wait, go ahead, go ahead. What you gonna say? You gonna say something? It's gonna get dark. It's it's, it's gonna get a little dark. Like <laughs> we starting. Like it's getting ready to get. It's getting ready to go. <laughs> um, and I I think the only thing we didn't comment on really is the art, um, for mm-hmm. it. And I think the art itself is really good. 
um, it's 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 done it's done really it's done really well to portray the story. So I just something we didn't mention. You know, uh, you know, if you're artists, you know, next time, then you know, when you come over here next, if they want to come too, we could we have a whole party. Um, oh yeah, I'm about to get him out of shell. He he don't <laughs> ever really want to talk, but I'm like. Hey, hey man, I'm like you be the man of the hour on Twitter. You just don't know they be loving your work, bro. He was like, <laughs> man, I just gotta nah. get it done. Like, <laughs> yeah, nah, the artwork is wavy. I was about to say, uh, Aaron, thanks for bringing that up, bro. Because there is one scene mm-hmm. where I was like, uh, where was it? It's uh, I'm flipping through. Shuyan, he's like on the stage looking, and then it's like right when the the mask, the person in the mask, pops up through the joint. Mm-hmm. But there's like a like right before that there's a panel where like Shuyan's face gets serious and like he looking. Mm-hmm. I could just feel the like the the movement or like just the emotion through the whole like through the the panel sequences. It was it was dope. It was like it was really well done. So oh yeah. I say this, y'all caught that though. That was the uh the PTSD moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's gonna get real, man. Like I'm getting excited. I got to write once we finish, man. I'm getting hyped right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do that thing. Do that thing. Do it. Um, right. <laughs> the faster you write, the more we can get it, right? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> but um, I don't think I have any um, other final words for the series, Bo. You have anything, or is that it? Final uh, words. That was really it, man. It's just, it's just really amazing. It. Keep going. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, uh, you know, as always, links and you know, uh, will be posted in the description for everything concerning Gray. You know, um, Chris's Twitter, the website, all that will be in the description. Uh, and anything, anything you want to say, Chris, before we move on to the news? Man, I just let everybody know. Thanks for everybody who bought it, who pre ordered early. Um, whoever's st- sticking it out with us in this journey is just beginning, it's gonna be fun. Man, I appreciate y'all for having me on here, you know, talking great, talking all this, getting to know the origin story of the team. Like, this, this been, it's fun, man. I'm appreciative. Mm. We, well, we just the beginning, you know what I mean? I thought, y'all, I thought, we are the first. Hey, people in the first. Mm-hmm. We just the beginning, because yes. I bet, I bet we, yeah. And one, I mean, once this Joss, you probably already, already have something lined up already. I know anime lately definitely going to hit you up, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know it. I, I know, I know a few people that's already gonna hit you up. You know what I mean? So I can't, um, can't wait, really can't wait to, uh, really can't wait to see what you come up with next and where we go next with the story of Gray. Absolutely, appreciate that. Mm-hmm. All right, so now on to the new section of the pod. Let's get through it. First, we have Comico launches a pocket comics app. In English with 41 manga and manhwa. Now I wasn't gonna put this one on here, but then I actually read the description for it, and this news is kind of interesting. So the free manga app, it's a free manga app, is um launched um it launched on uh for iOS and Android on Tuesday. Um it's today, right? Um we're recording on Tuesday, so it's either last week or this week, and uh, it's supported in the United States, Canada, and Singapore. Now, mm. what is interesting about it besides it both having japanese manga and south korean manhwa is that it is um what is it on what is it on what how, is this the one or is this something else oh no it's the next one my fault I, I i jumped ahead this is the next one i thought this was interesting there's another one that's even more interesting than this but uh crunchy <laughs> is releasing stuff on it and um 
there's something else about this, but okay, I, there's something. There's the next one we get into, which is, which is another manga app. That one's the real interesting one. Okay, I, I jumped okay. the gun a little bit. My fault, yeah, my fault. Next, we have Eternity Books: Twelve Romance Stories for Adult Women. Get TV anime this fall, and you know I love my romance. I'm not an adult woman, but I love my romance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, this, 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 you know, I, I saw this. I'm like, yo, this I got cool. So, um. If you're interested in that, it is coming soon. Uh, when does it come? It says so. Basically, each week, each new weekly episode will center on one of the works, with a regular version airing on late night Tokyo MX. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to be streamed or if it's going to be streamed. Um, I mean, we'll find out. I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't say when it's coming out, but I thought that was really interesting. Oh, so this fall, I thought that's kind of interesting. I mean, and you know, we we had we had we had um, Panda and kasha on here for our slice of life episode and i walked away was was it kasha or Ned? i think it was Ned. they're gonna, they gonna get mad at me whatever it was Ned, i think and they, i walked away yeah i mean i came back they was talking about hentai so i i, I don't know what these i don't know <laughs> adult these stories get into but um might be, up, might be up some people's alley i'm just saying um next we have g-shock releases limited edition one piece timepiece for the u.s market now this bitch wavy, okay. I, I'm not even a big One Piece stand, bro. This bitch is wavy, like oh my. I I wish I I'm not, I wish I could show. I wish you know what. I wish I could show y'all. I just dude. pulled it up. This dude looks kind of fire, bro. I'm about to post even, like yeah. I'm about to post this bitch. I'm about wow. to post this chat. Um, I'm about to post it to the chat so everybody can see it. That bitch is wavy. Oh, wow. Yeah, Look that's at that. me. I'm not like I said. I'm not even a big One Piece. Like stand this is wavy. It costs so um if you're interested in it, um Casio G-Shock watch brand um opens opened its uh one piece collaboration for pre-orders on Wednesday. So it's last week, last Wednesday. The GA, so listen, if you you if you want to order this, you know, I mean you need the numbers. So the GA 110 J O P 1A4 model timepiece, mm-hmm. um, which is based on the GA 110 series of the watches. Uh, depicts uh, One Piece protagonist Luffy, and the watch will go on sale at select at select G-Shock retailers on July 22nd. And orders are limited to one per household, which is wild. Wow! <laughs> they, wow. Said, they said we know y'all niggas gonna want this. Um, they already know. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want, if you want to, if you want to own your own fly ass G-Shock One Piece watch, the item costs two hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. Okay, I was expecting it to be way worse. Yeah, I yeah, was too. I was like, okay. That's not bad. Um, let me see. Um, let me show you. Okay, I'm gonna uh, read the description for it. This is what G-Shock has is description. They say in allegiance to the show's main character, Monkey D. Luffy, using black as the base color, the entire watch is emblazoned with dynamic illustrations of the main character who is on a never-ending journey of growth and becoming stronger. The indicator indicator of of the inset dial in the nine o'clock position features Luffy's straw hat as design motive, while the word wanted is embellished on three o'clock position. Also, when the hour minute hands point the, to the two o'clock and four o'clock positions, respectively, they combine visually with the two digital diagonal lines on the dial to form a golden X. This represents the X-shaped scar in Luffy's chest and also expresses the one piece love of adventure and treasure hunting in the smallest of details. The watch band depicts a comic strip of the hero's signature battle pose as he embarks on a new adventure to a new world through a symbolic color palette, 
alternating streaks of black, white, and red. The new model features a G-Shock one-piece logo on the case back and comes in a special package designed specifically for the um, calibration. Whew. Wow. They made that thing sound amazing. Right? What? That's how I like the best. Yeah, I don't even like one piece. I might shout out the two fifty four. Okay, I'm like, I think like you rocking with straw the hat on there and the little peak. That's kind of fire. I can't lie. <laughs> they made that joint sound like it's the best watch I've ever seen. Bro, so <laughs> it's and, crazy. And they got an LED light. Yes, like this joint crazy. Like and it's like it's like the part that hit me said the two o'clock and the four o'clock positions. You got an X on your wrist, nigga. Come on now. Come on down. You know what? You know you know what, man. You know what, man. When the clock is when it's two o'clock or four o'clock, that means you the prize. Okay. Come on. That means you the prize. Oh man. But yeah, that joint wave yourself. That 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 gotta be one of the best watches I've ever seen in my life. That shit is fire. Um. Next, we have a hero. No Sora creator criticizes anime adaption. Now, Hero No Sora is a new basketball anime that came out. They're on 50 episodes, I think. So last year, 50 episodes? I don't know. I, mean, I can't count weeks. So um, the creator, and it's actually pretty popular. I've heard people talking good, good stuff about it. So this is interesting. But Take, Takeshi Hinata, um, creator of the basketball-themed manga, Hero No Sora, recently tweeted negative thoughts about the artistic liberties taken by the television anime. On Friday, he quote tweeted a tweet by the anime's official PR comment and commented, you're the worst. The oh. anime's official account has since deleted the tweet in question. He then screen capped the now deleted tweet and tweeted, if you're going to run away, then don't do it in the first place. Oh, this nigga hard. He on one. Yeah. He's getting off. Yeah, he's, he's, he said, I'm not pussy. Y'all wild. <laughs> he said, y'all thought I was pussy. Um, and he says, it says, so the image is screen capped Image in the screen cap tweet shows a character's eyes glinting in a way that the commenters have been marked is very reminiscent of, you know, already know, Kuroko's basketball. And in another tweet, Hinata explained some of the feelings which prompted his recent comments about the anime. I've been receiving a series of direct, direct messages, which made me think it's Diomedea. I don't know how to say that. I can't speak that language. So it can't be helped. A part of me wants to say that, but I can't bring myself to do that when it's about my own manga. If I cause discomfort to fans of the project, then I apologize. I also want to apologize to the people who are true a hero, no Sora readers. I think that the direction of the anime is disappointing and terrible. <laughs> I apologize wow. once again. Wow. Y'all trying to Tokyo Ghoul root Amy. I ain't on this. <laughs> just comedy. <laughs> he said, "He said I hate that shit." And um, he also said this. He said, "Hinata has previous has been previous. At, oh shoot, can't speak. Has previously been critical of adaptions of his work. In the 39th volume of the original manga, he wrote that he had been approached by two, on two prior occasions, to organize a screen adaption of his work. But he, ooh, sorry, but he turned down both offers because they ended with the protagonist playing in the NBA. Oh, he said, "Fuck America. I don't care about that." Mm. Mm. Oh, he said, "Fuck America." You know, I'm with it though. I, I ain't mad at him. You know, what I mean, it's your work. It's your work, so you want it done the right way. So I'm not mad at him. That's true, because they definitely do some garbage if you let them. Yeah, man, we should know. See, I was thinking about watching. It. Now I'm not going to watch it. He don't like it. I don't like it automatically. Off rip. I don't like it. I don't want it. Now. Right. If, mm. if the man who made it ain't feeling it, how can I like it? Nope. Um, how can I support that? <laughs> 
<laughs> Next, we have Haikyuu, aka the GOAT. Manga of reaches climax of final arc. Um, wow, yeah, get close to the end for Haikyuu. Sad days, you know. I mean, I, I can't wait I'm to see like, it animated, but sad days. I never want Haikyuu to end, but you know, yeah, as, as, yeah, as Tony Stark said, you know, a part of the journey is the end, you know. I'm gonna be honest, out of all the, out of all the lines. I feel like the writer in me and like the person who loves stories in me, yo, that line hit like a brick when I heard that. I was like, a part of the story is the end. I'm like, yo, that shit is hard. Why you say that? I almost cried. I didn't even <laughs> cry because I care about Tony. I cried because that was the truth. Like you think back to like every anime, manga, or comic book, regular book you've read, at some point it ended. And that's like how good it ends is just as a point how, uh, for how good it starts. And I was like, damn. That's bro. facts. That shit's sad. Oh, let me let me let me not cry. Okay, next we have production IG plans to announce new collab anime with Adult Swim at the online Comic Con. Now, uh, the producer Rue Karoki, um, he announced it at a USA panel at Anime Expo Light um, on Saturday. Uh, the company plans to announce it again at the virtual Comic Con event. Um, he says it's something pro- something production I production IG has never done before. So if you want to watch it, the Comic-Con at home event will be held from July 22nd to July 26th. Um, and then there was also an Adult Swim Con online that will be held from uh, July 23rd to 25th. So there'll probably, be, there'll probably be stuff going on at both of them for this. I'm interested because Production IG is actually the really good company that's done really good anime. They've also dabbled in a lot of CG and they've been a lot of hit or misses. Let's say that. Mm. Um with, with their CG anime. So I'm interested to see what they come out with Adult Swim. It also means Adult Swim might begin an original anime, which again, that just... Woo! Anime got about to be everywhere now. Like, it, it, might come, it might come off a of Toonami. Yeah, what if that's on regular time? That's different. Um, what if that every night or like, you know, every different day than Saturday? That'd be different. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, we have Funimation licenses Attack on Titan Chronicle recap film, which is something I guess would happen last, last week. I knew it was going to be Attack on, it was going to be like Funimation or Crunchyroll, one of them. And if you don't know, again, I'm going to go over it. The, the uh, Chronicle movie is going to recap between seasons one to seasons three. Um, so if you either forget about it, haven't seen it, or you just want to relive the experience, the movie will come out for a limited theatrical run in Japan. So not in America, sad days, um, on July 17th. And will summarize the, like I said, the 59 episodes of the first three seasons, three seasons. Um, let's see. I think there's one more part. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm not sure when Funimation is going to drop it because it doesn't tell me here. But yeah, it's just, it just says later this year for when it's going to drop. But it'll drop in the United States, Canada, and U- the UK and Ireland later this year when Funimation, you know, finally tells us when it's going to drop. Who knows? But yeah, so. So if you want to do that, I won't be watching. I'd rather just watch the whole thing again, but that's just right. next. We have Grand Blue Fantasy Season 2 Anime's Extra Episodes to stream on Crunchyroll, High Dive, Funimation, and Anime Lab. If you like Grand Blue Fantasy, then you got some more to watch. I'm um, not sure when he's a dropper, but definitely coming through. I heard Grand Blue Fantasy funny as hell. I just have not watched it yet. I tried like an yeah. episode. I mean, Got I played a game. Not it. That's it. I don't think I'm going to watch it, though. 
Mm, a failure. I, I think so, too. Next, we have live-action Cowboy Bebop. Power Rangers shows allowed to film again in New Zealand. So uh, Cowboy Bebop might be coming soon. I still think we are, I think it's a year out before we get that on Netflix. I still don't want it, but it's whatever at this point. Um, I still don't want it. <laughs> I still don't want that live-action. Because they're going to ruin it. It's a series, so it should do fine. But why? But my thing is about this. What is a live-action going to do for Cowboy Bebop? Like I like some like some stuff, I can understand having a live action. Like even Avatar: Last Airbender, I can understand because maybe the creators want to go farther than what they did in in, in the in um the cartoon. You know, maybe they want to add in things that they didn't add in before. Like you can do something you can do about that. Cowboy Bebop is complete. Ain't nothing. Ain't right. no reason to live action. I just don't. I don't see. I don't see the reason. But whatever. When it comes, it comes. Um. Next, for if we have if we have any listeners in Mexico or Brazil, uh, the Funimation expands its streaming service to the, to Mexico and Brazil this fall. So y'all gonna have some anime to watch. I mean, even though it's fuck Funimation all day every day, but if you want to get Funimation, you can definitely get it uh, Mexico Brazil this fall. Um, whenever I find out, that's when I'll say it. You know, that's cool. I guess that app ne- is horrible though. It's fuck Funimation. Uh, we don't we don't stand <laughs> Funimation on this pod. Closest thing we stand is maybe Crunchyroll. Crunch, I like Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll's not too bad. They just be disconnecting too much. I don't know. I might, I might be like a, a Verve or a, or a High Dive fan. Or um, what if I get them in a few weeks? Um, next, we have this is the app. This is the app I want to talk about. So, Man Gamo manga app plans Android version and territorial availability expansion. Now, this one's interesting. So the Mangamo mobile manga subscription service, not free like the last one, um, it launched its service on iOS on April 15th. And during its panel at the Anime Expo Light Online event on Friday, it's held that's about to, you know, open up more areas like that. Now, the interesting part about it is executives from Hulu, Crunchyroll, Netflix, Viz, and other companies created Mangamo. So Mangamo mm. is currently partners with 11 publishers, including Kodansha, ComicSmart, Toppin, and Northstar Pictures. Okay. I don't know how I feel about wow. that. Well, I guess it's Manga Mo, Manga Mo. Either way, this name sucks. But this is interesting. So they have they have bad access. This, yeah. That's what it sounds like. And I mean, and what we read about Netflix before being like mad stingy with how they be paying niggas, I'm not for it really. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, it definitely is interesting, especially because, like, when you do these things, it's like you know, money has to be made, right? So, <laughs> how how is that how is that going to be done, and how are the creators' integrity is going to be kept? So, it, it's it's interesting, yeah, and it's it's and, it's and it's um definitely like so like the ma the um show itself, what the the app itself. Is a fi- has a five dollars subscription, four ninety nine subscription fee, and then you guess you can read whatever you want. But I don't know. I don't trust Netflix. I don't. Know, I don't know how I feel about Hulu. I mean, well, Hulu's Disney, so yeah, I don't trust them. So <laughs> I don't know. I'll see what happens. Uh, next, we have Burning Kabaddi Sports Manga gets a TV anime. Now I want to talk about this because this sport is different. The sport that this is is another. It's one I've never heard, and. <laughs> 
It's the manga story centers on a first-year high school student, Tatsuya Yogoshi, a former ace soccer player who dislikes sports. He gets invited to join a team for a context for the context sport Kabaddi. He scoffs at the idea at first, but becomes interesting, interested after watching Kabaddi practice. So basic simple sports anime shit, but definitely a different sport. Like you have to watch this. Kabaddi is wild. Let's just say that. All right. It looks like it looks like a walking concussion. But that's that's oh, me this year. You gotta watch like a, a video for this. It looks like a walking concussion. But you know, I you know I love the Chinese sports anime, so I'll definitely watch it whenever it comes out. I'm not sure when. Last but not certain, but certainly not least, uh, Fire Force anime second season is listed with 24 episodes. So that means we eating, motherfucker. We eating this. Sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. Eating. Um. Love Fire Force. I'm not. I'm not catching up until probably like episode three, which is in two weeks. Now I'm not catching up until we get close to um, catching up on anime's episode, which won't be like another month and a half. So I'm biding my time, I'm trying to build it up so I can watch it all in one go. Because waiting week to week, even though I know it's something I don't like Fire Force and I don't care about your opinions, waiting week to week for Fire Force season one. Oh my gosh, I was. Ugh. Yeah, I watched it. That was the first time I'd ever heard of it, and I liked it a lot. So I was like, mm-hmm. I might just stack up on season two. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna do. Yeah, five four. Let's see, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but that's all the news we have today. So now let's you know, move into the last word session. You know, well section. You already know what we do right here. You know, talk that shit. You got some slander. Get it off your chest. Get it off your chest. Um. Well, if you want to say some good things, you know, I mean, you can do that, but you know, I love slander, so whatever y'all want to do. I'm weak. <laughs> All right, Chris, go ahead. You got it first. Let me see. What did I watch that disappointed me? Okay, before I started watching um Attack on Titan, I watched Blue Exorcist, mm-hmm. and it was good until maybe the last three episodes. So apparently. They stopped following the manga and just yep. did whatever they wanted. Yep. Like whenever the granddad popped up, I'm like the show just felt like it was a completely different series. And I was like, man, I wish I could get my time back. That, that's what I was talking <laughs> about when I said I'm watching Attack on Titan now. <laughs> and why did I waste time with this other stuff when I could have been watching that? <laughs> like <laughs> besides that, that's probably been my biggest regret. So far, since during the uh, pandemic, was it Blue Exorcist? Man, and Blue Exorcist <laughs> could have been so good. You have to like stop at like episode. I forgot how many. I forgot how many episodes in it. You gotta like stop before they get before they get to the end. Like at least five episodes before. Watch Kyoto Saga, and then just be disappointed that they didn't do you know, right in the first time. Like don't don't get to the end. Just watch Kyoto Saga and then just be disappointed. So, what well, or sad, whatever. It's just uh. Black Blue yeah. X is a mess. It is a I mess. Read them. Man, yes, I, it looks like it is. I'm one day I'm gonna read it. Yeah, I'm about to start buying volumes. All right. Um go ahead, Bo. What's your last words? Last words. Uh first and foremost, shout out to Chris um for coming on, talking about Gray. Last words. What are some good last words? Hmm. I don't think I have anything I want to promote obnoxiously. So uh, <laughs> I'll just say stay safe. Make sure you guys are wearing your masks. Please wash your hands. 
and talk to you guys later. <laughs> um, for my last words, you know, as as always, you know, I mean, want to thank Chris for coming on here and you know talking to us about Gray. Really appreciate you know everything he's done. You know, you know, giving us you know you know early copies of, for it, and then you know also just coming on here and letting us talk to him about it. You know, like. It, um, you gotta have a lot of faith in your, you know, series. You know, we're, we're really nice. You know, we can be mean, but like we're really nice when it comes to interviews. I feel like I'll be trying. I'll be thinking in my head, like, I'm gonna rip y'all apart. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but <fun>. uh, <laughs> but I uh, just really appreciate you, Chris, for coming on here and talking to us, and you know, letting the listeners know about it. And I hope some of y'all go ahead and go to the website and you know check it out and see if you want it. Go ahead and buy it, pre-order the uh, pre-order because it's definitely good. And the the these copies, the physical copies is quality. Physical copies is quality. Um, so yeah, so thank you for being on here, Chris. Really enjoyed you having on here. J- really enjoyed having you on here. Um, and uh, do I have anything to slander? You know, I gotta talk. To, I gotta talk. I don't know. I don't know if he listens to every episode. Um, my man from um, from Buildcaster. Stop trying to put me in beef. This nigga added us, added me, the Lost Homeboy, <laughs> and the Black Anime page. Talking about, because um, the boy from Anime Lately, um, Miguel, he's going to be like, oh, I can't wait for, for Black Clover to come out. Don't add me in that, okay? I, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't like that. That's right. That's not put me in beef. That's not put me in beef. Okay, I'm trying. I'm, you know, you know, I've, been, I've been, you know, you know, I've been trying not to, you know, slander too much. I've been, you know, Cause like I don't like plunder, I don't like King's Game, I don't like I really don't like Woodpecker's Detective Office. I don't know about slander. Like this is I've been slowly growing a list of slander, but I've been trying to be nice, nice lately. You know, have good conversations, and this big girl at me in a Black Clover post. Don't do that shit. <laughs> don't at me in no Black Clover shit. You will get the anime auntie on me. You in her file? I don't need all that. I don't need all that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's all I got to say. That's my last words. Oh yeah, be safe. Wear your mask. Don't be a fucking idiot. Wear your mask. Um, and social distance. And uh, that's it. Uh, peace out. Thanks everybody for listening. Um, rate us if you want to. Um, comment. We love talking to y'all. As always, you know, we always love talking to y'all. And uh, that's all we got today. Peace Wait, out. One more thing. One oh, more one thing. more thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just Talk for y'all soon. again, man. Like I just. I'm glad y'all let me get on here, man. And just hearing y'all hearing y'all episodes, I was like, man, I'm gonna get on there one day and let them know about that gray and it's gonna be live. And it definitely was fun. I, I appreciated this, man. I'm glad we got to do this. I'm glad too, man. I can't wait to do it again because we definitely gonna we definitely gonna be back here. We definitely gonna be back here. Probably. Oh yeah, cause man, I'm, cause I know y'all gonna have something for me in the next couple chapters. Y'all gonna wanna know so. I'll be back for sure. Yeah. <laughs> man, we can't wait till chapters get released. You know, so we can't wait for that. Man. Um, <laughs> but peace out, all y'all. Um, say bye, people. Peace. Peace.